You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey guys, welcome to the Wickhackers Podcast with me, Daniel Coy, where I will be taking you behind the scenes of the hair side of the entertainment industry. You never know where my rants will go, so stay tuned. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Before we start this episode, if you haven't installed this already, go to the Apple App Store and download the Broadway Podcast Network app. This podcast, as well as BPN's vast library of other top theater-adjacent live events, storytelling, audio plays, everything is all right there in the app. It integrates the YouTube channel. You can configure push notifications. It's got full integration with Apple CarPlay, so you can listen safely in your car. You can also add non-BPN podcasts to the app so it can replace all of your existing antiquated podcast apps. So make sure to check out the Broadway Podcast Network app in the Apple App Store now or get it easily by visiting bpn.fm slash app. Hey guys, welcome back to the Wig Hackers Podcast. And I have a treat for you. I have the blonde specialist. She's a hairstylist. She's done almost every part of the industry from what I've gathered in my research. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Rachel Williams. Woo, woo, woo. Look, I need a horn. Honk, honk. <laughs> well, thank you? you for that. Yeah. Good. How are you? Good, good. <laughs> All right. So how about, tell us a little bit about where, wh- how did you get into hair? First and foremost, okay. that is what I want to know. Cause I went back to like your first post you ever posted on Instagram. And I do <laughs> want to know why you posted what you posted. If you remember. So we will your first IG post, but you can, you can, you can tell us, tell us a little about you. Tell us your story. Give us your spiel. I'm excited. Okay. Okay. So I think my love of hair started like super young. My, I have a beautiful mother that's like, you know, always in her hair and her makeup. And my grandmother was Miss Arkansas. And so I just kind of like grew up you know, with these beautiful women that love to be beautiful, like took care of themselves and hair and makeup and all that stuff. And I would sit on the couch and just when I remember being super little and just wanting to do, I just did my mom's hair. And I remember thinking one day she's going to really want me to do this. Like she's going to want me to do her hair, you know, and she does way too much now, but, (laughs) but I just like fell in love with, you know, just how hair feels and the beauty of it. And I remember as a little kid and my grandmother was a big influence in my life. And she uh, was such a beautiful woman. And, and I think that has all to do with it. Like she loved, I grew up on musicals. I grew up with like, you know, she would talk about like, oh, this is Betty Davis and this is this, and this is, you know, and I just, I just love that whole like aspect of it. Then I went to, but you're also taught, like, I mean, I, I was kind of raised, you're supposed to go to college, oh. you're supposed to go to college. And so I did, I did go to college and I was go, I went to college to, I wanted to be a police detective. I wanted to be like on the FBI. I wanted to catch serial killers. Uh, I want to be a profiler. Yeah. Imagine that. I still think I am on the side. Oh, by the way. No, hello. <laughs> what hairdresser isn't the FBI? Like I can totally solve a murder or anything. <laughs> like I can read you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I was doing that for like two years. And I oh, think that in. like, 
I, yeah, I, I, no, well, well, no, I was in college. I might start just degree and I was just, you know, really just, I wanted to do hair. I, I, I actually worked in a salon in college and I bartended too, but I moved to Florida. I got married, moved to Florida and was deciding what I was going to do. And I was like, I'm going to do hair. I'm going to do hair. And we actually got relocated back to Arkansas. It was like outside of Little Rock and, and the Arkansas, it's called Little Rock Air Force Base. We were stationed at and after we were in Florida and, but it's really not in Little Rock. So, you know, it's in Jacksonville, Arkansas. So I went to this little hair school that was outside of the base. And I started at night, a uh, night school and it was Arthur's, Arthur's Beauty College as where I went to hair school at. Wow. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And I told them that I wasn't going to do perms and that I was going to be a a color specialist. And my instructor said, Miss Carla, and we still talk to this day. She's like, girl, you're going to do it because you're going to need money. And I was like, no, (laughs) I will not do perms. And I have it, by the way. (laughs) I have it. (laughs) That is the question. Oh, I wish. I wish I could say I haven't been a part. Oh my gosh. So where, like, what made you get to like behind the chair? Like, how did we get there? That's what I want to know. Like with behind the chair, the entity. Yeah. yeah, Like where, what were the steps? What was your path? You know, I have a lot of people who are listening that are more wig specialists and like in the wig world and making wigs. So behind the chair, we all look for inspiration. I follow them. We all follow them. So like, how did you, how did you get involved? What's your, what's the. What's how, how'd that happen? Yeah. Yeah. So I was a salon owner and I decided to move back home. Like I sold my salon. It was like a year process. And, and so it was starting over and And so I got here. So I I mean, I moved to like four hours, different cities. So it wasn't like I could just keep my clients and pretty humbling. And I also had a huge life um, change. And two weeks before my, I was to move, we were all going to move. And I have older kids. My son passed away. And so it was just like this, and I still moved because we still needed to move. And so I, I moved here, a shell of a person. And I, I had pre-interviewed. And so I was, I interviewed for the salon called Blonde Salon, which I love doing blonde. So I thought that was appropriate. But anyway, and I worked, there was a front desk that worked there and her and the owner were like, I guess they had worked together for a long time. And so, you know, you like, you have to read the salon and read the room and see what's going on. She was kind of not a very nice person. Like, I didn't know that. Like she was, you know, that the kind of the bully of the, like they, they bully you first and like show you they're the head and then they're fine afterwards. But she, she really wouldn't give me any clients and I had, I'm straight booth rent. So I go home, I'm, I'm sitting there and my daughter who at the time was 17 was, I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I'm not making any money. Like, I don't know what the heck I'm supposed to do. I think I'm gonna have to get another job. And she's like, mom, like you, this is what you do. Like you love what you do and you're good at it. And I was like, I don't know. She goes, no, we're changing your Instagram. 
and we're going from like, you know, I did post some hair every once in a while, like my kids and like, uh-huh. you know, whatever it was personal Instagram. She's like, you're putting it from private to open. You're changing it to business. And here's what you're going to do. And she taught me about hashtags. She taught me about like all, how to run my Instagram. I was like, okay. And I actually like started posting my work and it was in a way like opened up, like I would follow like hairstylist and it. And during that time of the healing time, it was like my industry kind of saved me too. Like it helped me heal, mm-hmm. you know, like the beauty of other hairstylists, like they don't, they never know, but then the inspiration and, and like the one thing that to me is beautiful is hairstylists and hair. Like it's like a, my safe place. It's like my people. Right. And so, and so that like opened my eyes and I just, I wanted to get really good at taking pictures and like, I built my clientele in six months. I mean, cause I was scrolling for, for, oh, I was scrolling. Uh-huh. I went, <laughs> like I said, I went to your first post and I'm like, dang. Cause you're like, for my, my first instinct was to be like, how did you get so good at taking pictures? Cause you have years of pictures uh-huh. that are flawless. Like, like, Thank you. like one day it all just changed. Like, yeah, like I can tell the day it changed. You're like, oh no, now we are business. So, right. Right. It so, totally changed. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, it did. So then I do want to ask, okay, I was going to wait for a little bit later on, but why did you post, you know, I loved you at your darkest. I left that there. So I did on purpose leave that there. And I, 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 I left that because I was in a very dark place, like in like of sadness. And I had to, at that point, it's like moving, like going through losing a child and still having to be strong and still having to like, you know, figure out and, and, and keep on going. I had to remember like there, I'm not going to lie. There was a part of, there was a part of time. Like I didn't love myself that I didn't, I didn't really, you know, love life itself because of loss. And then I, and then something, you know, you, you, you go through your process and every, you know, everyone I think is, you know, their own journey, but I had, there was that, that when I saw that, like I, you know, and why I posted that, was I loved you at your darkest. I had to remember that we have to love ourselves, right? And forgive ourselves. And, and, and when at, the, at our darkest to be even bright, right? Like we have to like all, because death like brings a lot of guilt and it, and it <laughs> you know, guilt and like, I should have done this and I should have done this and, and I wasn't good enough. I, was, I, I didn't spend enough time, like everything that goes through your head when in loss. And, and then you just, I, you know, and, and I had, that meant a lot to me. Like I had to learn to love myself to keep on going and, and living myself. So that's what I kept that there for. I, so. I went in a, not, I went a different road with it, to be honest. 
you know, I was like, oh, she's blonde. I had to be there when you were all brunette. Ah, <laughs> that's, so that's just me as I'm scrolling, you know? So right. I know it means more, but yeah, that, like that was like, oh yeah, everyone has to be your darkest. Duh. To be light. Yeah. That like totally would make sense on a hair page. And yeah. that was like, yeah. I was like, yeah. oh wow, cute. But I, 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 I knew there was a little bit of something underneath, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So. What so is behind one... it? Okay, yeah, keep going. Okay, so how this happened, and, and I'll, I, I, so hashtags, and so like I built my clientele. Now I am an educator. I was, I did hair shows. I have educated with Michael Wark, who was the creator of Big Sexy, and he did Rock Your Hair. And so like oh. I, I have educated. And that was cutting because it wasn't. It was only a product line. Right. And, and. And I love it. I love st- hairstylists. Like I rather hang out with hairstylists than clients any day. <laughs> to be honest with you, <laughs> I just I just do. It's like if you're a hairstylist, I don't care if you do wigs. I don't care if you do textured hair. I don't care. I love you. Like we're we're besties. Like we just have that connection, no matter I what mean, kind of hair. We can even talk about that from Clubhouse, like instantaneously. Right. Like that's where I right. met you. Like and all I I love Clubhouse. I mean, I've been a little fan. It's just opened up so many doors, like and conversations. Right. I wouldn't have never met you. I would never. You would never be on my podcast. So like, I do have to thank you for coming on because this is. Oh my gosh! Show. And I thank right. you for having yeah. me. And I was so excited to meet you because. Honestly, wigs fascinate me and I've, I've tried to like dabble in them, but you, you really need, you need some, a mentor for those. Like that is a whole nother damn realm. Like I am like so much respect for you and like the wig industry, like the artists that do do that. Cause that's no joke. Like that's a whole nother creative realm. And I had this past summer, I had a, a celebrity actually, I thought it was a joke, like, like message me and they wanted, they thought my mannequins were wigs oh. and they wanted a shag and they're like, yeah. And I was like, well, that's a mannequin. And then I was like, I don't like make wigs. Like, and then I'm like, holy shit. Like, do I tell this celebrity? No, but like the, the little, the literal part of me was like, okay, I can I can get you a pre-made wig and cut it, but it's not going to look good on you because it's not going to fit you. To be honest. Because they're petite and they like, I'm like, I'm not going to get like a hundred dollar Amazon wig and send it to a, a celebrity. <laughs> well, you I'd rather just not me. send one. <laughs> I'd rather just not send one. <laughs> I, uh, uh, well, you know me now, you can make one and send it. You know, that's what we could do. Right. Like I know you now. So I'll be like, hey, Daniel, I need you to get, <laughs> we need yeah! to like collaborate. So that I thought it'd be cool. Like we could collaborate sometime. Like when we have, like if Absolutely. I'm ever in your area, like yeah, do some I mean, fun stuff. Let's do. I mean, I I I'm going through it. I'm actually cleaning my studio, but like I'm game. Oh my gosh! So look I'm, at you. I'm totally cool. We can we can chop up whatever. I'm, I'm yeah <laughs> yeah. So that was like I, I I didn't know what to tell them, and I really just told them that like those are mannequins and, and I don't have, I just, I don't have wigs on hand. Like I do, but not the kind of celebrity would like, really like you're going to. Yeah. Like you're not. I mean, you never know what these people bring. I'm just telling you because they, they bring some crazy things, but like, and I don't know if she expects it for free because they're a celebrity. Like, I don't know how that works. 
I'm sure that's how it works, right? It's, like, it's a, Well, it's a new world. It is a new world now, now that people are, you know, the doors are opening because most of the time it's all back backdoor deals. You know, you're trying to get exposure, yada, yada, all mm-hmm. these things. But no, you could totally, I mean, no, no, no. Well, well we'll have a sidebar on-, on We need to talk to about that, this. How to get that- Because they're, they're coming in, actually, and then she was like, I'm actually, I guess she looked where I'm from. And so we have a big amphitheater. We have a lot of famous people that come in here and she's coming to do a concert. And of course, COVID shut it down, but she's coming this summer. So she like reached back out and was like, I want you to come cut my hair. Um, do it. I am. Do <laughs> like, it. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll, talk we'll bring a wig. Yeah. We're, we'll yes. do this. We'll talk and I'll, and I'll yeah. send you a wig. Cause I definitely, yeah. if I might even have their head, depending on who it is, but we'll talk later. We'll um, talk later. I'm sure you know who they are. <laughs> and um, we'll talk later. So, but how, how I got to behind the chair, yeah, really quick. Long story short, is that I like you know love educating. You know, I was like, okay, what is this influencer thing? Because I look at myself as an edu- educator. I'm older. Like I, I didn't grow up in like the selfies, like in all this, like, this is all new to me. I'm very uncomfortable actually just posting it. Like, that's so weird to me. Like, I rather just like, if I'm behind hair, I'm fine. Right. Like I'm like, <laughs> I didn't teach behind hair, but so I saw one shot hair wards and behind the chair does. And I actually have entered every year. That's the one, the one, like I fall behind the chair even before, like I was even putting a bunch of hair on Instagram. So I I was like, okay, I'm gonna enter this. And then I never won. I never got nominated for like years. <laughs> I never. Oh, I don't. And so <laughs> I was like, okay, well, and I love photo shoots and I've done those. And so I love the camera too. Like I love learning how to, to use it. I mean, and I was, yeah, I was like, I freaking stellar. Thank you. I'm I was so like, jealous. I'm going to learn how to do this shit. Like I'm going to learn how to, I'm, I'm going to, they're going to notice me and I am going to like have them notice me. And I, I was like, and how great, like, instead of being with just one brand, like if you're, I could work with them and get like the opportunities of so many different opportunities. So I was like, I'm going to have them notice me. And I entered my daughter for platinum. And for one shot hair words, like this is probably the fourth entry, like the fourth, third year that I've entered. And she was, I was nominated and it was kind of like beautiful because it was like our first year we had just lost, we had lost Drew and it had been a year and, and she is something else. And she does, she's so beautiful. Doesn't like her picture taken. And I, I had the camera like right up in her face and I'm like, she tried to come. I was like, we're doing your hair platinum. I'm entering you. I need you to come with makeup on. I need you to do this. She comes, of course, with nothing. And so I was like, that's fine. I went to Forever 21 and I have makeup here. So we're going to do it. And she, I'm taking her picture and she's like, you're too close to my face. And I was like, you're a brat face is what you are. And then she like made this like frown look. But it was like the perfect shot. You can see it on my Instagram. That yeah, blonde, like my first time in her job, yes. and she's doing this. It's because that's her same face she's made since she was three when she's like <laughs> mad at you because she's mad at me. And she was nominated. So it, 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 the that's mad how, face did it. The, the mad, mad face did it. Oh 
she I'll never forget like when Mary like she'll go over live like the nomination she's like and this model has such a fierce face and I was like because she's mad because (laughs) she's a brat (laughs) she's very bratty not anymore she's grown up but she was being a brat and and so yeah that's and then I got nominated and I just kept on and kept on and just tagging and posting and like hoping and then I got a message from Mary in my DMs I was at work and I like was like holy moly like Mary behind the chairs messaged me and I was like opened it and read it and she had invite she was like you know I love your work and we usually don't invite people like you know ask people with not as many I didn't have a lot of followers at the time and she was like but we just I love your work so much would you love would you like to be on the team I screamed so loud, like in the break room. I will never forget that. And the rest is like, yeah, that's how it happened. That That is it. Oh, that's it. From a photo. Oh, All from yeah. a photo, from a little sassy, from a little sassy, a little sassy um, photo. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so when there you go. Educating. So what is one thing that you hear that just makes you want to scream? You like want to just like scream at them. What is that one thing that you always hear from like all of your students, all of the salon educators who, who like, what is it? What is that one thing that always like? Students that, that really, when we're talking, like they'll ask, like, they'll always ask like the state, what you just said, like, how do I, how do I educate? Like, you know, a lot of want to know how to educate or like, how do I get, even if it's not educate, how do I educate? How do I get like with a brand? How, or how do I get more clients? And I'll say, well, you know, use your platforms. Like either, even if you're getting, you're trying to get clients like I did. And then it, it, you know, you just evolve. I want to be an educator. And I'm like, you, you really need to get out, you know, take pictures. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time. Pisses me off. That I, (laughs) if you don't have, if you want something, then you make time. I mean, if you want, if wait, wait, if you want to be good at anything, you make time. I, ha- I have mannequins and I've always done this. Like even before I was behind a chair, like the, the girls at the salon were thought I was so weird. Cause they didn't know me. Like I, I owned a salon elsewhere and, and they don't, I would, I bring mannequins to work and I practice when I'm not shut the door. I practice when I'm not busy or if my client is processing. And I entered Naha and I did braids. I'm not a braider, but I wanted an Effie David, David braids. So Effie, Effie Davis braids. So I watched her tutorials and I braided and I braided and I braided and I braided because I knew I needed to bring it, right? Like if I want to be good at something, you make the time and you make it work. Yeah. So like no one's successful just because they just one day woke oh. up and someone said, oh, guess what? We want you to be successful. <laughs> no, I, so I don't have enough time. I have five children. What? I have five children that I gave, like I had them. <laughs> I've had a salon, you know, educate a full clientele. I, mean, I just don't understand. I don't have enough time. You just make time, right? Like you make it work. So that, <laughs> right. Like, I'm like so you want to be an educator, but you don't have enough time to take a picture. Then you don't need to be an educator. You want clients, but you don't want to work for it. Like, like, I don't know that does. That's one thing that gets, I don't have enough time. Okay. It's a priority. You have to pri- prioritize what you want. Ooh. Ooh. 
Okay. What is your favorite way to stand when you're doing your blondes? To stand? Like, what do you mean? Like, what's your position? Like, like, like is it like a full stand shoulder width apart? Are you a leaner? Are you like, what is your stance? Oh, when I work? Most, yeah. Like when you're oh. in the zone. When I'm in the zone, I think I'm like full stance. Like, and I, 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 well, I are either are that or I'm like in my saddle. But if I'm standing up, I'm full stance. I'm not like a leaner. Okay. Like both feet down and I'm like at it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes. Okay. So I know you've been through a lot. So I want to know what really keeps you motivated because obviously we go ups and downs. Every career has it, but what keeps you going? What keeps, what keeps that, that fire burning in you? You know, I think that, what keeps me going is I don't, I don't want to be that hairdresser. Like I want to like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I I don't want to be that hairdresser. Like that, like the, the, the hairstylist that's been like, yeah, I don't want to be that hairdresser. I, I wanted to, I wanted to show like, that I chose this career. I got a lot of crap from my family when I chose hairstyling, you know, being a hairstylist and, Oh, like you're not going to make any money. Oh, you're not going to do this. Oh, you tell me I can't do something. Watch this. Like, I'm going to like, just okay. watch. You just watch me. <laughs> or like, just watch. Cause I'll even, <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. So, so I think my, I, you know, just, and I think it's a personality trait, right? Like I think oh. people that and successful scrutiny. people, it's never enough. Never. Like it, it's never enough. It's never. an inner like DNA thing. I think, I think for anybody, whether you do hair or whatever that you're successful in, like you, you, you have a goal and then you reach it and you're like, okay, now what's next? What's next? Now I need this goal. <gasps> now I need this goal. And so for me, like, this being the success is like a personal thing, but I also want to show my children that with hard work or, you know, you can be whatever you can do whatever you want. And like, no matter what, like people say you can make it. It's not that it's not easy. Oh. Nothing good is easy. Nothing yeah. good accomplished and success is never easy. Yeah. And you're going to fail so many times. There was a cool quote and it said, what's the difference between a, ma- a master stylist and a hair and a stylist? And the answer was master stylist has failed more times than a stylist has even attempted. But that's true, right? In life, like the yeah. failure, the failure and like having to get back up and make it better and just figure it out. I've been told no so many times. I've had more doors shut than open. <laughs> I've been told women will never be on. Why do you even want to be on the hair shows? Women will never be on the stage. You know, like it's just been, wow. you know, you know, one thing after another, but it's just like, I think a personal, just how I'm made. Like, I just want to be better and be successful and not be that hairstylist and that comes from when I chose to be a hairstylist and my father was like 
so bad, mean about it. He's not anymore, but like it, he was so just talked down about it. And I think that I just want to always show people, no, you can do this. <laughs> so if we're going to just, I have a lot of wig makers that are listening. What is like your top two things to go to beauty school and get their license? What do you mean the top two things? Like what two outstanding things that you'd like to help motivate them to, to go? Because for wigs, you don't need to have a license. So we have a lot of okay. people who are not licensed. And I want to just encourage them gently, um, as I always do. So I want to get like, you, you, you've done a lot of things that everyone dreams of doing. You know, you have accomplished so much. So I want to from your side, like what are, what are some things that you would tell them to be like, go to school, get there. Right. I can only say it okay. so many ways. Like I'm, I'm like, like, caca, caca, go to school. <laughs> uh, you know, so I need someone else to help you. like bring it in their head. Right. Okay. So here's how I look at it. Do you want to be ordinary or do you want to be like, you want, you could, and it's okay to be ordinary, but like, I want to be extra, extraordinary. Oh, yeah. And so like, if you like, say, for example, I'll use an example. I had like when the celebrity DM me, I don't know how to make a wig, but I can cut one and I can color one. So why not go to school and make wigs and do it all and know how to color and cut one. And then you can be making, you have a million over a million dollar salary because you can do it all. Like why settle? So education is key. So like, okay, you can do wigs. Cool. But why not be able to not know how to do all of it? Do you hear Period. that? Like, why you not? Hear like, that, everyone. Why wouldn't you? Like, why wouldn't you? I think the more you know, like, like is the better. Knowledge is power. Hundred. Knowledge is power and knowledge is money. Oh. And and I love being creative and that's the beauty of it. But like creativity, like if you don't know how to utilize it, you're not going to make any money with it. Mm -hmm. I think right? I, I tell them that they keep, they leave money on the table. If you're not going to go, you're putting all this time and energy to make wigs. You, okay. School, it's books. You're getting the books, get the, get your license. So you can, can do it all. You actually know the formulas behind it. So I just wanted to see from, from your well, you also learn the chemistry of it. Mm -hmm. So like, when you love something and like you want it, like, you know, there's so many avenues in hair, like there's wigs and there's extensions and then there's coloring, there's cutting. But like, if you're a specialist, so if you're a wig specialist, why not know how the process works and how to color it and like cutting and then make your own because you have the knowledge and you know how to do that. Like, why not like own, own your company, own your craft and, and, and be super successful with that. Like whether you want to own a company, whether you want to do celebrity hair, like I want to be able, I would want to be able, I wish I knew how to make wigs. I wish that when she DM me, I could have been like, I got you and knew I, I listened. So I go on your clubhouse and I listen to y'all and I have no idea what you're talking about. Like, I know what hairlines are. And then you're like, you can do da 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 da. da. And then like, they're like, oh, the, yeah, I never thought of that. I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And I do hair. So why not be like, like the triple threat and know how to do the wigs and know that language, but know my language. Right. 
like, you know, like know all the languages to be the best at what you do. It's never going to hurt you to have knowledge. <laughs> it's going to only help you. And so I, I would say go to school. I, my instructor, I was really lucky. I went to a small little hair school, but she was a black woman. And she was actually the first black student to be at that beauty school when it opened to, yeah. 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 So yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and so she was an amazing teacher and I, I actually learned black hair first and, and I, and I love that, but that woman had her cosmetology license. She had her instructor cosmetology license. She had a barber license. She had her barber instructor license. She owned a barber shop. She owned a beauty shop. She ran a school and she could make wigs. And that's who I learned from, you know? And then she taught me so many life lessons too. And I, I'll never forget that. So yeah, I don't even know why, like why I went into no, that. No, no. That, that, that I had a point, but then my mind forgets, like, cause I start thinking about Miss Carla. I fucking love, excuse me. I cussed. I freaking love her. She used to sing y'all gonna make me lose my mind. Like she loved her some DMX and that's what she, that was her song to us all of us. <laughs> but I, I, I can't remember why I went to that, but there was a reason. And, and that's what my mind does sometimes, but but I'm very grateful for what she taught me and learning how to do more. And if that helps like people that are, are wondering why should I go to school? Because I just want to do wigs. I learned from one of the best human beings ever that knew everything and was, is so successful. And I think, and then she had so much life lessons for me too, but yeah, that's, that's really important. So Okay, we're gonna go a little more, more, I guess, product related. What if, if you have one product? What is it? If you have a couple, if you have a concoction, if you, I, I do cocktails, I love a product cocktail. But what is your 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 hair cocktail of choice? Like, what is something okay. that you can't live without? You know what I mean? Like, you right? Know, I know we have a ton. I have, I mean, I have so many shelves and boxes. But like, what's your go-to? What's your, you have to have, like, if you were stranded on an island, what do you, what would, what are you bringing? Oh, for me? Yeah. I'm such a, like, minimalist because I have fine straight hair. So like, I said more. So I think for me as leave-in, I love this leave-in conditioner that I use. I love leave-in conditioner and texture spray. Okay. How many times That's do you it. hair? Probably once every three days. Okay. All right. I, mean, I should probably wash it every two days. Thank you. But I don't. I wear a hat. I'll try to go four. It doesn't happen. Doesn't happen. Okay. You're, you're solid <laughs> three. Solid three days. Solid three. Okay. Solid three day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was one of your proudest moments in your career? Like in your career, you've done a lot. So like, what, what's one that stands out that you always think about? It like brings you back, you know, what was your most proudest? Well, like there's like, you know, like when you've done hair 21 years, you have like little moments that are like really proud. <sighs> I think honestly, when Mary DM me, like from behind the chair that like, because of, you know, just where that point was in my life and just like the fact that I almost like stopped doing hair mm -hmm. 
-hmm. and then was like, okay, no, you're going to do hair. My daughter helped me do that too. Like encouraged. She was like, no, you're not going to do that. Mom. That was a super, like, it was a little deeper than just being on the BTC team. Like that makes sense. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it was like, okay. Like I have a, like, I did that like, wow, you know, and with everything that has happened and I almost like didn't do it. Like I almost like thought I was going to have to another job, like somewhere else. What would I have done? Oh my God. I've been fired probably by now. What would it be? It just, if you had to, if you had to quit today and you had to get a job, where would you go? What would you do if you weren't doing hair? I don't know. (laughs) I'd work for you. (laughs) (laughs) That's hysterical. First off, <laughs> I would. I don't know. Probably like I would either want to like work for like for a pet rescue. Oh, like yeah, I, good. yeah, I love like that's another thing. Like I'm an animal freak, but I'm like the person that is like, are you? I I'm like trying to save all the animals. <laughs> I'm oh my, <laughs> my boyfriend's like Rachel. Quit looking at it. It has a home. We do not know safe. <laughs> I'm like, no. no. Do it. No. <laughs> I will every time. Oh. And I will force you to, too. But no, probably that or like, and it would make no money. Oh, yeah, no. Like, no money. But no. I, I don't know. Like, that or like, I don't, I have no clue. I have no clue. That's what I was like. I don't know what I would do. That's a good question. Okay. Like, it would have to be like animals are like, I have no clue. All right. Well, well, you can think. We yeah. can come back. We're going to do this again. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why blonde? Why did you specialize in blonde? Why Why is blonde your thing? I love blonding. I love it. I think I, you know, because I'm a natural blonde. Like yeah. you and I look like the same natural color. Like where I'm naturally blonde. And I can't tell you how many times I go on the salon and be so upset because I'd be like I want it blonde <laughs> and I would come I would be done and I would see like hardly anything different and I was like they're like seven is so I was like I don't even see that you did anything like what is this and so I I'm very confused like a lot of the times I get my hair done I just understand it. And I think I've had everything happen to my hair and then I've done everything to my hair, you know, and it's just something because that's, I, it was easy. Like I, it was easy for me and I gravitate because of, of me and because like how I like my hair. And so like you want it blonde, like I got you. Plus I went to school in Jacksonville, Arkansas and Miss Carla, let me tell you, we just bleach and tone. Everything was bleach and tone. Just want you to know. That's- so in this plat, yeah, I'd be like, okay, what do we do? She's like, bleach and tone, bleach and tone. Everything was bleach and tone. So <laughs> when I do wigs, I start everything at a 613. So the lightest color we can get and I fill everything. I tone everything. So yeah. even no matter what color it is, I always start with blonde hair because you can't screw that up. Right. right. It's already, It's already straw so we might as well condition it down so oh <laughs> i love that <laughs> i love it so much so, oh, i want to meet miss carla to be honest because we go carla jones is oh. her name oh. and i i will tell you that woman she, i can tell you we, that she needs her own pocket like i'm telling you like she is the best i'll never forget her like i'll never forget that woman and she wasn't always easy on me 
Like she wasn't like she, she taught and like, she didn't put up with anything, but it was always with love, mm-hmm. you know? And she told you like how it was my first hair. I always was terrified of cutting men's hair, like really short hair, like the clipper, like that terrified me because I'm like, I'm not set up. Everybody can see it. I'll never forget like my first haircut on the, well, it was actually not my, yes. My first, one of my first haircuts was, was a little boy, uh, a bald skin fade and my heart, my heart. Like I was hot. (laughs) I was so hot. And let me tell you, his mama did not want me to cut his hair either. (laughs) His mama, she let it know. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm only laughing because literally like my last show was to go fix a a, a skin fade because the, yeah. the hairstylist didn't know how to do it. So it's terrifying. <laughs> it's terrifying. It's absolutely terrifying. I am not a barber. I never signed up to be one. <laughs> I know I had to learn how to cut men's hair. And this baby, he was about like, you know, six, seven years old. I didn't want to make him upset. And he's just this sweet little boy in there. And his mama's like, I don't want that girl doing my son's hair. And so Miss Carla let her put her in her place and walked me through that whole dang haircut. But I can do it. See? I can do it. And she like, she walked me through life. I <laughs> just tell you. <laughs> I mean, your school can really do that. You know, like it can I'll, really 21 be years ago. I- yes. And it's still just like yesterday. It really is. And I will never forget the things she told me. She always told me too. She was like, hide your extra money in your Bible. And I was like, really? Why? She goes, because when someone's breaking in your house, they're not going to steal your Bible. They don't want your Bible, Rachel. (laughs) Hide it. Hide it. She's like, cut a little space out and put it in your money in your Bible. Because when people take stuff out of your house, they never look in your Bible. I was like, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> I'll never forget that. Now we know. Or I hope we now we didn't, know. <laughs> didn't didn't give away the good thing. Um, <laughs> yes. So because you love blonde, what I don't want to say what's your best formula? What's your what are some tips? How about that? Because okay, you know, I don't want I don't want you to give away your your special sauces, you know. Oh, I don't mind. You know what? Because I feel like I have no problem giving away formulas because here's the deal. No one's going to do it like you do it. True. I say this all the time. I don't think we own formulas. Like, that's fine. That's fine. And like when a a very like seasoned stylist or like a talented stylist asks me if I haven't posted, I have no problem telling them because like they put their time into, Mm -hmm. you know, and that doesn't ever bother me. I don't, I don't mind that because they're never going to be able to do it like I do. You'll never, I'll never be able to do what you do like you. You can show me, I can reenact it, but it'll never have your touch to it, right? Like it'll well, never be. I, but that's what makes it special for me. Exactly. You know, exactly. Like, and I wish, to be honest, I wish people could do it like me so I wouldn't have to anymore, but it's okay. But okay. So that if you want, what, what's a great toning? What, what's, what's a thing that you do? What's a tip trick technique for your blondes that you love? I love blonde. I'm, I have many of blonde. I love but. blonde. So like, I think like, first of all, the, the, the biggest mistakes in blondes is that people rinse it. Well, not knowing the, the, the proper lightener, what they're specified for. I think that like what I've noticed, like what I see is that they'll use 
I'm going to use this lightener for everything. Oh, yeah. Okay. Don't ever do that. Like I'll use three different lighteners for one prop, like one person's head. Right. Like, because around your face is more gentle, it's more fragile, it lightens faster, but it's going to stay because you start around the side. So it's going to stay longer. So like, I'm not going to put my workhorse lightener around the face so it can melt the sides that are already fragile. Like those kind of things is like not realizing like, why, why does your brand have four different, five different lighteners? It's for a reason. And so utilizing lighteners is I see like people don't realize to do when I, that's a big aha moment for like, when I'm teaching, they're like, oh, I don't do that. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know. I see. I saw that post. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Or, you know, taking it off, like not realizing it, like it's, if you want cool tone blonde, it needs to look like a banana pill, the inside of a banana pill, the inside of it, not the outside of it. And they'll take it off when it's the outside of it. A little, and I always pre-tone like if it's all over platinum, I, I, and a little trick for that, because people are like, oh, it goes splotchy, blah, blah, blah. So I always rinse, you want to rinse with cooler water because it stops the keratin, the decaratinization process, which means is when you use warm water, even though you've rinsed it and there's lightener still in there, it's still working. So cool water stops that process. So if you like, don't rinse it all out, at least you're stopping that process. But I love to rinse with conditioner if you don't have a pH balance. And then, so I rinse with conditioner. I leave the conditioner. I rinse it out. I'll rinse the hair, put conditioner in. And I put my like violet shampoo over that conditioner to pre-tone. So it doesn't grab splotchy. Yeah. Then I pre-tone it with that. Go mix up my toner, come back, rinse the, that, the pre-toner out. It's nice and conditioned. And you, I put the toner with, cause I like the conditioner in there first. So then it also like grabs very even that way. I love it. Oh, yeah. So that's a little, yes. It's those little things that make a huge difference and make a seamless, like even tone instead of just throwing things on there. And I love Rykin JCQ. That's my go-to, my go-to toners. I just think we've, they've been around for so long and they work and they don't take a zillion years to work and I can see them work. And then that's another thing is like not rinsing your toner off too soon. So people will like freak out because they'll see the, the violet coming through or they like see blue and they're like, ah, and then they rinse it out and it's horrible. That is so. Good. I will, I yeah. will retail like three and four times. Like, yeah. Cause you're like, no! just put some clear in it. So you have that time. And yeah. then it, you know, I always add clear with the red can, they just came out with some, but like level 10 toners. Yeah. I, but with the, so before that, like they just had nines. And so when you lift to a 10, of course you don't want to put a nine on it. Cause you, you just made it a 10. And anyway, so adding clear, even to my level 10s, I'll add like a, like a half ounce of clear just so it can give it time at the bowl. And so your toner lasts longer. And when your client goes home and washes it, it has more washes. Mm. Favorite formula for an icy platinum oh. is oh. two ounces, nine V one ounce, nine T as in Tom, one ounce clear, and then equal parts processing solution. I'm jealous. That is like, if you lift, if you have a clean level 10, 
that's ice ice baby right there oh okay i'm gonna have yeah. in the show notes because we all have to write this down i hope everybody wrote this down because everybody wants it especially with these wigs so just be gentle on the 613s everyone i just want to say that to everyone out there so you have a class coming up do tell do tell i want to know all about it let's tell people okay. where it is where it's from where you're doing it where when you're doing it again where can they find you give me all the deets okay well, I am, I have a shag class. I'm actually teaching shags are huge and which yeah. is exciting because they're like my favorite haircut. Uh, Everything comes back around, doesn't it? It really does. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you're, <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. We'll, we'll have, I have another conversation. Like, I want to interview you. I'm like, hey, what do you think about when they say 90s chunk? Because I'm like, it's not 90s chunk, it's 2000. Yeah. Got it. Don't say a 90s chunk <laughs> because I was doing hair. So no. Anyway, okay. My class is it's in it's in McKinney, which is a, it's Dallas. It's a suburb of Dallas, uh, Texas, at Triple Hair Crown Triple Crown Hair Salon. And I'm gonna be doing a hands-on class for the shag and a bob shag. So kind of like the two variations of the shag that everybody is loving right now. And and so, yeah, that's April 26th. That's a Monday. And so I'll be doing that. And then I have in May a Blondie class. It's a be a virtual class with seven hair care. It's their yes, virtual seven. show of the year. It's called Rooted. Yeah, that's really exciting. So, yeah, so that's what I'll be doing. I'll be doing a lot more after that. But class, class, class. But yeah, my shag class is coming up. I'm super excited about that. Where can they find you? Give them, give them all your dates. Okay, you can find me on Instagram. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Rachel W. Stylist. I am also on TikTok. I'm not as strong as on TikTok. Okay, I'm not good at I have to figure TikTok out. I've gotten better. Okay. I've gotten better. I have 2,000 followers. How about that, Daniel? Hey. On TikTok. You're hey. me almost. Oh, my oh, God. Damn. Um, <laughs> I, I'm trying. I'm too old to be honest. It's just a lie. Work for one minute. <laughs> right. And then they get mad. I did a full like because I I get hair like like this is this is off someone's head. And this is and I ventilate the whole head. So I show the two, I throw it in the air, and then the wig comes on. And they're like, why didn't you show me how you did it? I have one minute. This is a 90 hour process. You want me to teach you? And that's what, doesn't that make you mad? I'm like, this is a trailer. Okay. Like when you watch a movie, this is the trailer to my movie. Yes. And then what you can do is go to my, to my Instagram and click that bio, that link. And you can take one of my classes because you know what? It took me 21 years to get this way. I mean, I I'll share, but like, there's like, you want me, what you want me? To, and how can you show how to make a wig in a minute? In a minute. And I, I mean, I'm, I'm all about information. So in my clubhouses, in my, even just my podcast, people can learn almost all the things that I, I sell, but it's just like, you're not going to get me. So, oh, it, it, it kind of irks me to a, to a little bit. Everyone, you know, I like, um, how about when they're like, don't like it. <laughs> I, I'm like, I didn't ask you. <laughs> I didn't ask you. And then someone, I'm wounding bobbins for all my kits and I don't have a sewing machine. I do everything by hand. All the foundations wow. I by hand. Like I don't even have a sewing machine. So I'm using like a Makita drill to wind the, the thread because they want it off of the same school that I work of. And I'm like, all right. And they're like, why aren't you using a sewing machine? 
I don't have one. These are all the hands. Hand. hand. One hair at a time. Right. That's why, that's oh. why, that's why I, these cost what they do. <laughs> Hello. I mean, and that's all. Oh, anyway, it's fine. I know. I, that's I'm, another, I'm like, let's just talk about comments. Let's just talk about like these people. I, I My favorite is not even like saying something nice. They're like formula. <laughs> One word. I'm like, yeah, formula. I'm like, wow. Like, first of all, it's in the caption you didn't read. But other than that, <laughs> in the caption, that's you're welcome for the minute of information I gave you for free. Cool. I, like, lie to me. Tell me sweet little lies. Tell me how great it is, and then ask me for the formula. Like, be nice. Anything. And I'm right. I'm pretty open. You know, I I would love a like. You're gonna talk, right. you're not even gonna like the thing. You're gonna comment right. like, like. <laughs> you're gonna comment. And like my favorite is like formula or don't like thumbs down. <laughs> when I got a toilet, I'm like, really? That bad? That bad. Wow. That bad. Wow. This wig has been on more people than you've ever known, but that bad? Okay, great. Awesome. Yeah. It's yeah. all right. Like, We're that's... gonna get through this. <laughs> yeah. But Bye. I want to thank you for coming onto the Wigger's podcast because right now we are girlfriends chatting away, which I love, and we will continue this conversation. But everyone, make sure you check out Rachel. It is so amazing to have you on, and we'll have you back again after you've done all your classes, and maybe we'll get even you into the the Wig Hackers community to come do like a blonding class or something. Oh my gosh, Ooh. and I will love that. Let's let's trade secrets. <gasps> Y'all tell me your secrets. I'll tell you mine. Yes. Yes. Oh my God, everyone! Thank you so much. Make sure you check her out. And until next time, make sure you do your hair because I am always watching and I will comment on you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to another exciting episode of Wig Hackers. I love talking about all things hair and wigs. So if you have questions, comments, queries, concerns, come follow me on Instagram. I have so much information there at Daniel Coy Official. I love helping and inspiring other hair artists and enthusiasts. So don't be afraid to reach out. And remember, do your hair because if you're looking good, you're feeling better. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.